Today we're going to talk about something that's not new to our lives. In fact, I've used verses I've used before. But I think it's something important, and, and I'm not going to be political. <laughs> this is just how a Christian should face the, the things that are happening in our lives. And we need to be aware of the challenges that we have and, and be armed with the Word of God as we face these challenges. We're going to... Well, there we go. We're going to talk about consistency in our Christian lives. I think we can see evidence daily of the evil working in our society. We need to remember that we're not immune just because we are Christians. We're bombarded daily with bad news and can cause us to focus more on the world than God. Consistently practicing something that can build good habits is important because bad habits are hard to break. Good habits sometimes take longer to form than the bad habits are to break, as well as the bad habits to break. We need to focus on the building good Christian habits in our lives. We know what we read in 1 Peter 5 and 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. I looked up how a lion hunts. You know, I thought they were just going to get the ones that are over to the side injured. A lion's heart is small. It can't run 200, 300 meters to chase down its prey. So a lot of times they hunt at night and they stalk their prey. And, and they just kind of get as close as they can and inch up. When they get within 30 meters, they attack. It doesn't matter if you're weak, young, old. They attack and take their chances. And a lot of times it's a one-time shot. If they don't get it, they're done. So when you, you look at this, uh, uh, adversary of the devil's walking around as a roaring lion. Are we any of us immune? None of us are immune. The, the, the thing that if you're young, weak, the herd needs to be around it. People of God need to be around them, protecting. And making sure that they're not out, out there giving the, the devil an opportunity. So we need to remember this as we, we go through life in these times. None of us are immune. We're just commanded to serve God. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. <clears throat> We're commanded to be steadfast, consistent. Consistently studying, the, uh, doing the work of the Lord. Be immovable in the word, always abounding in doing the work of the Lord. And it, will be not, it is not done in vain. We need to be the rock and the foundation in the unstable world as we're serving God. And the world needs to see that. We need to be consistent in our service to God. He said, these people draw nigh to me unto their mouth. Oh, ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, These people draw nigh unto me with their mouth, but unearth me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for the doctrines of commandments of men. We need to serve God through our actions, not our words. True worship means that we give our heart totally to God. We need to, to obey all the commandments with all of our heart every day. We need to have consistent service to God. We need to be consistent in study. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. <clears throat> and in the, his law doeth, doth he meet, meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in the season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, 
but they're like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Meditate daily. Then say, pick it up and look at it, set it on the table. Meditate on what you read. Meditate on how I can make our lives better. Meditate how I can make it stronger. Meditate on our weaknesses. I always like to look at my strengths, which it doesn't take me very long at times. But let's look at our weaknesses. Let's focus. Let's look at the word and, and try to find our weaknesses that we need to work on. We also read, uh, study to show the self-approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. We need to be focused on God's word and strive to live a life pleasing to him every day, all day. We need to focus on the Christian life and not everything that's going on around, on around us. Sorry, I'm having trouble talking today. I read somewhere where it takes 10,000, when we're talking about teachers and trying to help young teachers, it takes 10,000 hours to master a craft. That's about three and a half to four years. And after that, they start getting a little better and a little better. And we talk about that because sometimes we throw them to the fire. 10,000 hours. And that's every day, all day. Summer's trying to learn how to do things. Three and a half to four years to master a craft. And we have to be consistent in that work. We can't work on it one day and, not th and work on it three weeks later. Consistent work, 10,000 hours a day, keeping it on the forefront. So just like trying to master a craft, we need to spend time each day studying the Word and becoming better versed in the Word so we can help those in the world outside of the, the church and those in the church that need help. Consistent study helps us grow. As new more babes desire sincere milk of the word, desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. Just like the milk is essential for a newborn baby to grow, the word of God is essential for Christians to grow. If we're not trying to advance in our knowledge of the world as Christians, then we're not growing. Anytime we're just trying to maintain, there's a danger of falling following the world not God I heard it I've heard it being said if you're not advancing you're retreating we need to be advancing uh, in our knowledge of, of God's word uh, we need to be advancing in the service of God at all the time at all times and trying to grow remember what I said about the lions hunting <laughs> looking for opportunity you may be strong, 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 and something might happen to get you a little weaker. Opportunity. Opportunity is what, what the devil's looking for. So we need to consistently grow and try to put that in the forefront in our lives. Consistent in our thoughts. Finally, brethren, whosoever, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and there be any praise, think on these things. This is a kind of a summation of our Christian duty. We need to find truth in the word because truth in the word and let our actions re resemble the truth that we find. And the thoughts we have are important to each of us. I shouldn't tell this about myself, but I'm going to. I love peanut butter and honey. You can probably tell by looking. And this is how powerful a thought is to me. I can convince myself... <laughs> Every night about 10 o'clock, I need some peanut butter and honey, and it's good for me. Knowing it's not. And I'm telling Langston, here's how you gain weight. Eat peanut butter and honey. <laughs> and I've done that before. 
And you know what we don't have at the house? Honey. Because I can't stay away from it. I love it. And I know it's not good for me. You know, sin can be like that in our lives. Creeps in. Sounds pretty innocent having peanut butter and honey. But before too long, I was about 10.30 every night. And if I didn't eat it, I woke up at 12.30 and wanted some. That took about two, three weeks to break. And I didn't really break it because I just told Shona to quit buying it. Because I couldn't get away from it. We need to keep our thoughts pure. We need to keep our thoughts uh, on things, godly things. Because our mind will trick us. I talked to someone that was a drug addict. We was talking in my office once. And she hadn't been on drugs in years. But she said every time she sees somebody do a line of cocaine on TV, she craves that drug. Once we get stuff locked in our mind and our thoughts that are ungodly, sometimes it's hard to get rid of them. It seems like bad habits are easier to start than good habits. You know, I read somewhere while I was studying this, you know, it's easy. They said it takes 66 days to create a habit of rounding about on the average. 21 to get it started good. But I don't think it's going to take me 21 days to want peanut butter and honey or a donut with my coffee. You know, bad habits can, can start pretty quick and take a while to get rid of. Good habits take time to develop, and I think that's sometimes where we fall short in our mind. Man, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, and I don't see a benefit because we're not patient. Like Jace pointed out, we need to be patient last Sunday. We need to make this a, 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 put this locked in our mind and, and, and make it a priority in our mind to serve God and have the service of God on our minds constantly and in our thoughts. We need to be consistent in actions. Uh, you adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the fellowship of the word is the in, the fellowship of the world is enmity to, with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy is the enemy of God. You cannot live the ways of the world and love God also. It doesn't work that way. You can't serve God in a world. You know a honeysuckle tree. I didn't know this. I didn't know what a honeysuckle was until Shona had his plant one. It's a vine, about maybe as big as my finger when you plant it. And you can plant it under a tree, okay? And that vine's going to crawl up that tree. Does it look like it look pretty? Does it smell nice? Yes. But eventually, what's it going to do to that tree? <laughs> it's going to kill it because it takes over. It takes all the nourishment from the tree and kills the tree. You know, our actions are a lot of the same way. If we just try a little bit here, try a little there, have one foot in and one foot out, for too long we got both feet out. So we need to be consistent in our actions and, and make sure it's a serving God in a way and manner pleasing unto Him. Need to be consistent in our conduct that ye might work, work worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. We want to please God with all aspects of our Christian walk through life. We need to live a fruitful life of service to God and continue to grow throughout our lives. We need to be guarded against the opportunity that we have to fall into the world. And we need to be, strive to be more like-minded Christians serving God. Around other like-minded Christians serving God. In your conduct... Are you the type that on conduct, it's who you're around, it's how you act? I've been that before. 
Like I said, I'm stepping on my toes quite a bit today. <laughs> I've been that before. So it's important that uh, if we have some of those tendencies to act like our, the people are around, it's important to surround your people with, with the same ideals and the same goal that you have to, where to spend eternity and serve God. You want that heavenly reward. So we need to be consistent in our conduct in serving God and God only. Consistent in our prayer life. And this, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. We can be assured that prayers are answered when we ask according to his will. God's will be done, not our will be done. Prayer is a way we can grow close to God. Prayer is a way we can strengthen that relationship with God. And the stronger relationship we have in service to him, the stronger we are as his servants and, produce, and able to produce good fruit. Consistent during trials, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. During tough times, we need to honor Christ, be reverent to him, telling others of the hope we have and the reason we have the hope of the redeeming blood of Jesus. We need not to fear what men think or the world, but we need to fear God. You know, when Jesus told Peter he was going to deny him, I think it kind of offended him. <laughs> and did not only he deny him once, he denied him three times, just like Jesus said he was going to do. And he didn't think that was going to happen. So it's important to stay strong during trials when we're tested. And uh, always be reverent to God and let others know that he, why, what is behind the hope you have. Which one are you, would you want to be in times of trial? It's a carrot, a coffee bean, or an egg? It's an odd question, and it's a sermon down the line. Ask Ken, and she wanted to be the carrot. And I asked why. Well, it's the root. It's an anchor of a plant. Helps the plant survive. And I haven't had anybody said the egg because I think the egg's going to bust or the coffee bean, really. They just didn't know. You know, you can put all three of these items in a pot of boiling water for about 20 minutes. And I asked her when I explained, I said, what's going to happen to the carrot? She said, it's mush. It's not strength. No, not, no longer strong. Couldn't hold anything. So that trial, the carrot, instead of being strong, became weak. The egg, when you pull it out of the boiling water, the appearance appears to be the same. The hard shell's still intact. That was protecting the liquid in insides. But when you break the shell, what happened to the liquid inside? It's hard. So even though it appeared not to be bothered by the water, the insides changed. What it was protecting became hardened. The coffee bean. A dry old coffee bean off of a plant. Why do you want to be that? Put that coffee bean in water. Even people that don't like drinking coffee like smelling coffee usually. Gives a nice aroma through the room. And then before too long, the white water becomes dark. Coffee. Better to taste for some. You see, the coffee bean is who we need to be like. What did a coffee bean do? It changed the surroundings around it during trial it changed the surroundings the, the carrot and the egg the, the surroundings changed them 
So just like the coffee bean during times of trial, we need to change and affect people in a positive manner, godly manner that's around us. You know, we see when uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were thrown into the fiery furnace for, for not worshiping Nebuchadnezzar's, Nebuchadnezzar's golden image. They wouldn't fall and worship it. They got thrown in. And when Nebuchadnezzar saw three men walking in the fiery furnace, four men walking in the fiery furnace, three that he threw in there, and one appeared to be the son of God, did he change? <laughs> he changed. He said, we're going to worship their God. We need to be like the coffee bean. And we need to let people know how important our Christianity is to us, how important God is to us, and what Jesus can do in our lives in times of trial. We need to live a life of consistent... Uh, Live a consistent life of service. See ye that ye may walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Be diligent in actions we take. Do not walk through life as a fool, but wisely. We have only so much time to do God's work and to produce good fruit. We don't need to waste it. Knowing the will of God and live accordingly. You know, we need to, we saw here, we need to be consistent in our study, consistent in our thoughts, our actions, and our service. And in closing, I, I want to say we spend many hours trying to become better at our jobs, hobbies, gaining knowledge of things of the world that interest us. How much time do we still spend building that relationship with God? A habit may be either good or bad, and the time we spend building a habit is crucial to how hard the habit will be to break. You know, a, a father took his son out into the forest, and he found a spot where there's a, a tree pushing through, a tree a little taller, a little taller, and then a little bigger. He asked his son, he said, pull up that first tree, he just want to pull it up, no big deal. Pull up the second one, struggled a little bit, still pull it up, not big deal. The third one, a little bigger task, a little harder. But when he got to that fourth one, he couldn't budget. Couldn't budget. We need to spend the time we have serving God and letting others know and don't let him create the good Christian habits and live our lives accordingly. And not be like the tree that got too big to budge. <laughs> and the habit, the, the habits are too big to break. Be consistent in your walk and as Christians devote the time we need to give us the heavenly reward that we're looking for. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you'd like to know more about this subject or any other Bible topic, send us a message at our Facebook page, The Church of Christ, Wheeler Area.